Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino and I'm here with a very special guest, Hannah Brown. Hello. You haven't been on the show in a while. It's been a minute. And I feel like in order for us to see each other, we need to record a podcast together. Pretty much. This is what it is. But we're going to do a crossover episode. So uh, we're going to record this for both my show and your show, which is Brown Eyed Unicorn, which I encourage everyone to go listen to. Uh, But today we're going to be talking about Orange County, the firings. New Jersey. What do you think of the Orange County firings? Let's dive right in. I'm excited about them. Yeah, you feel like it's going to be. I just am kind of over the Trace Amigas, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, they're very triggering to me. I feel like I'm in junior high when I watch them do things, and I just am kind of over. I'm over all of them. How do you feel about it? We needed it to happen. I felt like we needed a change. I was actually more sad about Vicky leaving for mm-hmm. some reason, even though she's been a horrible monster. Mm-hmm. How crazy, though, that her like last appearance as a housewife or as uh, her last appearance on The Real Houses of Orange County was that meltdown at the reunion where she was saying homophobic things. Like, I don't mean to laugh, but it was... It was wild. It was wild. And just her talking about how this was beneath her and like, how dare they like not have her on the couch the whole time. It was like shocking. It was a dark way to go out. Oh my God. So dark. In and true like, Vicky fashion. She's the OG of the OC and like, that's her last appearance. Like, that's fucking embarrassing. I know. It really <laughs> is. That, that like... Well, I feel like all the reunions recently, like Dallas and Orange County, both were just had a darkness to them that almost, mm-hmm. you know, it was a little too much for me. See, I loved it. I, and I I love that dark. I love the darkness yeah. when it seeps in. And it's like the real stuff kind of seeping in Dallas. I felt the same way about like, yeah. yes, it was gross and all that stuff. But totally. But entertaining. So compelling. And it's like, I love the darkness. Yeah. And Orange County, too, when Vicky was having her breakdown, I thought that was some of the best reunion moments I've ever seen on Orange County. I know. I know. Orange County. Yeah, I will say like Vicky's messiness will be missed for sure. She's brought it. I mean, even in the friend role, I felt like she was a large part of the storyline. Mm-hmm. But I do think that we need some freshness to yeah. it. And so I think it was the right move to get rid of her. And Tamara, she did an Instagram live with Andy. Did you see this? No. What she, it was basically like an exit interview that she did with Andy the other day. And it was the most likable that Tamara has ever been. Like really? She, she seemed like she really did think of this as a job. Mm-hmm. It seemed like she knew that she had to bring drama and stir the pot. And mm-hmm. she's been doing a great job of that for 12 yeah. years. But now, like we said, we just need freshness. Yeah. And so it was such an interesting interview. And people like screen recorded it and stuff. You could see it. Uh, but I need Andy to do like exit interviews with like every single person yes. that's fired. 
Yes. And people were arguing back and forth whether or not Tamara was fired or whether uh, she just decided to go. And mm-hmm. it's like, they're always fired. <laughs> they're always fired. They're literally always fired. Yeah. And uh, allegedly, like, Tamara was offered, and she had confirmed this on Instagram Live, I think, that she was offered three episodes to come back. She would have been a full-time housewife mm-hmm. for three episodes, and then they would have segued her out, kind of like what they did with Gina Keogh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she turned it down because... So she turned it down. So people could say, oh, that's not firing. But she technically was fired because she was not offered a full-time role, exactly. right? Like, that's, it's kind of a firing. I miss, I, I, I would agree. And I also just want to hearken back to the time that like half the cast of New York got fired in one foul swoop. Okay, that was early Housewives time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember that so vividly. It was like, <gasps> I remember where I was. <laughs> I swear I remember that. Like, yeah. the goosebumps I felt when yes. we found out that like four cast members were Alex fired. Alex McCord, Jill Zarin, Kelly Lauren Benson. coming. Yeah, it was just like, dun, Cindy Barship. <laughs> Take it off your head. We'll never forget where we were when Cindy Barsha was fired. Oh my gosh. I, I you miss what, her. Jill? Take it off your head. You know what, Jill? Take it off your head. <laughs> that was a moment. And we have to talk about that. We're the ones who always talk about that yes. take it off your head moment. Mm-hmm. There was a moment recently, and we're going to talk about New Jersey. Yeah, don't worry, guys. Don't worry, guys. This is New Jersey related. Yes. I was watching old New Jersey, mm-hmm. and I posted this clip on my Instagram of Rosie. Remember Rosie? In New I, Jersey? Miss her. I miss her. So much. Rosie. I loved her. <laughs> Loved her vibe. <laughs> and I felt like we had a similar moment to that Cindy Barship moment that we mm-hmm. love when she tells Jill to take it off your head. Yeah. I felt like Kathy Wakili in that mm-hmm. clip gives a similar Cindy Barship moment. <gasps> when Rosie's backstage, she's yelling, she's threatening to cut off Teresa's tongue. Yes. Oh, God, I miss her every day. I'll cut off her fucking tongue! Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Her voice got really high when she was really mad. Like, she would just scream at people and pop off. Uh, and Teresa, I think the only person she's ever been terrified of is Rosie. Like, you could see it in Teresa's face. Yeah. Anyways, she's she's backstage. She's like, I'm a fucking killer. I don't care if I get locked up. You know, she's yelling, I don't care! <laughs> I don't care! <laughs> and then Teresa's like, Who's yelling? And Kathy gives one a, a line reading for the ages. She says, you know who's yelling. Who's yelling? You know who's yelling. Oh. <laughs> it's so good. You I know miss who's her. yelling. She's so calm. It was the best Kathy's ever been on the whole series. I loved her. You know who's yelling. You know who's yelling. She's so confident and so sly. I love that. I miss Richie, too. <laughs> Do you really? That's a bold statement. It is a bold statement. He did it for me. Really? You know. I, I don't have consistent taste, but I like to think I have good taste. I feel like there was a moment where Richie had a boner that was particularly chilling up my spine. He had a boner? There was like, wasn't there a scene where... How did I miss it? I don't know. It was like a, maybe a wake-up scene where he was like, <laughs> the camera. I liked his pouty lips and his big glasses. This <laughs> is so weird. <laughs> Hannah, this is inappropriate. I can't believe you were attracted to Richie. I'm in a weird Richie mood today. Richie I'm turning red. I'm in a weird mood today. You guys, I got onto the Wi-Fi and I looked at Danny and said, I'm in. You are in a like off, uh, not off, but a weird mood. Like a 90s hacker. Yeah. yeah. And then you thought, and then I was like, yeah, let's start. Yeah. you're. I, I thought you were stoned or something. <laughs> That's what I thought. No, I am just in like, I think I'm just really excited to be here and I'm yeah. having a hard time focusing. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. You, Richie Wakili threw you off. <laughs> As he's been known to do. Let's talk about this week's. Wait, Wait you were going to say really something. Really quick, yeah. before we get into it. I just want to congratulate you on your pretty wild journey. Oh, I love that you pretty just went wild. On. I know, I, I love it. Oh. Can't, I was like literally obsessed. I watched the whole series 
which I encourage everyone to do. And I was in this like YouTube internet hole, just like yes. researching everything I could, reading the Vanity Fair article, reading, uh, ordering the books, or re- listening to podcasts. Yes. It was like I couldn't get enough of the Alexis Snyers journey. I know. I miss Tess every day. <sighs> and I love Tess's boobs. I'm obsessed I don't with remember them. her boobs now. I got to go gorgeous. back and watch. Oh my god, her body is stunning. And as as shown in the scene where Andrea um, conducts a nude photo shoot in their shower, that there's a that nude photo it shoot sprays was truly her with water. a chill inducing. Like what was going on? The mom was just like, "Let's take photos." She's like, "Oh, Tess." Her eyes get so big. She's like, "Oh, Tess, honey, you look gorgeous." She's so she's encouraged. always offering them the Adderall. Oh my Girls, god. get your Adderall. Time to take your Adderall. Oh my god, it was I couldn't believe it aired on television. I know on E on E, nonetheless. And now E is just doing the worst reality TV with that very Cavalier. Very Cavalier. Show. Although I do like how they broke the fourth wall, and Kristen's like the only thing she texts me about is production and like the show yeah they that's bro- kind of like a Romy voice. that was a good Kristen Cavallari Thanks. I feel like it was like a Romy but it's fine I think it's the worst show on TV and I've watched every single episode Britney's breakup with her man Cage what's his name Stone oh, yeah. but see that whole Britney's the assistant right yeah. that whole storyline seems so fake to me so well, does was- the best friend thing like yeah it, none of it makes any fucking sense no i i feel like also none of them are interesting enough except for like Kristen, to make compelling reality tv like none of them are dynamic enough people and like oh. i love justin anderson on social media but i think i think yeah it does feel so stage where it's like and this is Kristen's new bestie they might want to move here yeah exactly and the show doesn't even know what the fuck it is like they keep introducing yeah. new people every fucking five minutes yeah. that are main cast members and then they get rid of the other ones it's like Settle on a cast. It's very confusing. And then it's like, I know they love Jay Cutler and people love him. And so they try to lean into him, but he doesn't seem to want to film that much. So it's like, they're trying to show him more, but then they're doing these like really stagey things like the Justin and Jay are going to show the house. Yeah. And I like Justin too, but it is, it just feels very stagey. Yeah. Yeah. We have to talk about New Jersey. People are like, this isn't a very Cavalry podcast. <laughs> Remember when we did a Suits-themed podcast yeah. by accident? The first time we I ever feel, potted um, together. I feel like there should be some sort of very Cavalry podcast that just is like eviscerating that show because it's truly... How much time do you have? No, I'm kidding. But anyway, <laughs> we got to talk about New Jersey. Yeah. Are you liking New Jersey this season? It was a slow start for me. The first like handful of weeks I was recapping it, I was like, I feel like I'm... Rumpelstiltskin making straw into gold. Mm. Okay, and now I've made that joke before, but it stands. And now it I'm really a test of time. <laughs> it does. It's, it's an old. Fairy if it's tale. a good joke, you keep telling it. Exactly. Um. <laughs> There's one thing I've learned from comedy. <laughs> When you land on a good joke, you just keep telling it. <laughs> just tell it just over tell and it over. over. Yeah, it's like Valerie Cherish. Just repeat your jokes until people respond the way you want them to. <laughs> wait, I had an audition mm-hmm. recently, and the line. Wait, let me think of the line. It was I was having such a Valerie Cherish moment because the lot the first line mm-hmm. of my audition, my character like runs in the room, and he says, "What? Do you try to flush chicken bones again?" <laughs> I know you're thinking, like, what the fuck are you auditioning for? But it was like yeah. a cheesy, I was like, say, so it's Disney Plus, a cheesy, or something like, like whatever. But yeah, that first line, what? Did you flush the chicken bones again? And I kept doing like the Valerie Cherish yeah. thing where she's like in the middle of the night, just yeah. reading, doing a line reading of note to self. I don't need to see that. Yeah. I, every time I have any sort of audition, which like isn't as often, you know, I'm, as I'm making it sound, but like, I'm like, I consider myself a good actor. Like, I'm confident, but I'm like, 
why am I doing line readings of every single line? Like, why am I doing this? Well, you know, it's crazy. Auditioning is crazy. It's a crazy world. Then you get it's uh, yeah, I'm terrible at auditioning. Hence why my acting career is not taken off. (laughs) Same. (laughs) But it is is weird. But what? Did you flush the chicken bones again? So how'd you end up doing it? Did you have to like run? Well, I had to like run. I ran in the room because the my roommate best friend was like, you know, sitting down and she was screaming or something like that for me to come in. So I say, "What? Did you flush the? Chi- I don't. I can't do it. <laughs> Hand Did on you the flush hip. the chicken bones again? Did you flush and then the chicken Matt, bones again? Matt was like trying to read it with me, and so mm-hmm. then he kept being like, "No, you have to be like, Did you flush the chicken bones again?" <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the script was really funny, but yeah, that you booked it. So I didn't. I got didn't the book. book it. It. Okay, well, book it. next time. We didn't get it. <laughs> we didn't get it. Anyway, so... Speaking of line readings, I I didn't realize last week when I recapped it, you know, like when in those scenes when they're getting in a fight and you want to get all the lines down and you're just like violently typing mm-hmm. as fast as you can, I always miss something. Sure. And so they opened up with Jennifer being like, don't call me a bitch. Don't call me a bitch. Hello. Hello. What? <laughs> I didn't. I forgot about her being like, "Don't call me a bitch, bitch. Don't call me a bitch, 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 bitch." bitch. Melissa gets real tough with Jennifer. Like oh, we don't see it. that side of her with anyone else, but for Jennifer, I feel like she like lets it out. I love it. I like it too. Um, also, I want to say that I've been saying for months. I have receipts, which are my podcast episodes, that J Lo should play Melissa Gorga in a movie. And now oh, apparently there's some fucking meme that I got tagged in by someone being like, oh my God, someone else said it. And I just want to say, now we said it. I said it first. But now we said it. I think that would be a great, be great thing. casting. You know, rewatching the old episodes, as I mentioned, Melissa has had a journey. A journey. A face journey, mm-hmm. a look journey. She's stunning. Mm-hmm. She's stunning. Like Gorge. one of the best looking housewives I think we have currently. Mm-hmm. But it's been a journey. For sure. There's been an art. Also, I turned on Melissa. I t- talked about this on my Patreon episode. I used to be on Team Melissa and Kathy, like in terms of the Teresa thing. Mm-hmm. And rewatching it, I was like, you know what? I understand Teresa being upset that these two sneakily joined the cast. Yeah. I get I know. it. I kind of love Teresa. You like Teresa? Polarizing statement. I, I, mean, get, I go in and out with her same, all the time. Yeah. Same. But she's entertaining no matter what. Yeah. She's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure out her look. I feel like she must have had a new stylist because sometimes she has like dressed impeccably where yes. I'm like, this is a really good look on you. And then other times I'm like, what is this? It's a patterned fedora with a bunch of necklaces <laughs> wrapped around her neck. Remember she dressed when she was on that camel and like the weird yes. workout outfit. Yes. Oh, love it. We love to see it. Did you notice this week there was a black and white title card for the opening? Yes. Like real dramatic. Serious. It was like they... It like faded to black and white. I was like, oh, we're in for it. Oh, we're in for it. I also just want to say I love when Teresa speaks um, poor English and goes, I want to try and fix this between used twos. Used <laughs> It's like Dr. Seuss. <laughs> used twos, mops on socks. <laughs> so this fight happens and they split up. They all separate. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer and Teresa and Dolores, of course, they separate. And Dolores... And Teresa and Jennifer, Jennifer said she's leaving. Mm-hmm. And then Teresa is like, I'm going to go too. And yeah. then of course, Dolores is like, okay, I'm going too. Yeah. And then Teresa decides not to. And you could see on Dolores's face like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have said I Yeah, go. right. <laughs> I know. That sucks. Dolores is just like, I don't know what's going on with her, but I just feel like she's such a follower in these episodes. Yes. And I love her, but it's like. She's just literally chasing Teresa the whole season. Yeah. She's like, you know, Teresa, I got your back. I'll be here for you. It's going to be World War Three. Yeah. <laughs> world War Three. It's going to be a world war. <laughs> she always says that. I also just like when Jackie was like, you know, I'm going to eat Teresa's salad. If she's going to go, I'm going to eat the salad. What about when Melissa like fed at Jackie? That was a little weird. That was weird. Melissa pushes it. There was another scene earlier on this season where 
Melissa was like pushing the food on Jackie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she knows that the storyline for Jackie is her struggles with yeah. eating disorder. And then there was a scene this week where Melissa was just like feeding her Shoving like a, a baby. And I was yeah. like, Melissa, read the room. Insensitive. It was weird. Yeah. That whole scene, I felt bad when Jackie was telling her story about her eating disorder. And then Margaret's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't even know. I'm I so didn't sorry. think it was a big deal. Yeah, I did think it was a big deal. <laughs> Jackie said she ate canned tuna and apples on her all expense paid trip to Mexico. And that was when she came home and had like the aha moment. Yeah. Which sometimes you have to, it, it, it's like hitting rock bottom. And then you're like, did you see the Jessica Simpson interview this morning? No. Jessica Simpson was on the Today Show. <gasps> and she, talk about her book. To talk about her book, which I can't wait to read. Yeah. But she said her aha moment was when she was on the Ellen show. Did you ever see the infamous Ellen yes. show interview? Where she seems like she's off. Apparently she was drunk, she says. <gasps> and she said uh, that was a wake up call. And then also on Halloween, she said she couldn't even like get the kids ready. She posted these photos online of the family and she said then after she posted the photos, it was like she presented the family as like being so put together and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then that was when she realized she had like hit rock bottom. With Shit. Her drink. I'm excited to read this. Oh my book. gosh. I, she's so brave. Yeah. Yeah. Margaret. Also, I just have this written down in my notes when Jackie was telling about her story. Mm-hmm. Margaret said, I feel bad. I want to hug you, but my boobs are going to get in the sauce. I know. I liked that. She's like, oh my God, I feel so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, bo- I, I know. My that boobs are well. going to go in the sauce. <laughs> and then there was a shot of like a spilled little ramekin of salsa, like on a menu that just like really stressed me out. Yeah, they did a close up of it. Yeah. And it had a really chaotic energy to it that I did not appreciate. Bravo knows to pick up on like little things like that, which I think is so brilliant of those yeah. uh, camera people. Mm-hmm. It's like, I wouldn't have thought to do a close up on that salsa. Salsa ramekin. Yeah, get the get the tipped over salsa ramekin. It's a metaphor. Get the barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah. Place the sauce by Margaret's boobs so when she goes to hug Jackie, her tits graze it. What do you make of all these people? Are you following online? People are saying how much Bravo is like staged lately. I don't give a fuck. People yeah. get so mad. Yeah. I mean, like I know we were just saying how Kristen Cavallari or very Cavallari feels very staged. So like, I, I'm a hypocrite. If I don't it's a know. bad show, then I think. Yes, but if it's a good show and I'm entertained, I'm not going to be like, I caught the continuity errors. I really don't fucking care. I'm still having a great time. It's showbiz, kid. (laughs) That's showbiz. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes they just have to refilm things. Yeah, what do you, I don't know, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I agree. I I only care when it's like very uh, embarrassing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I only care when it's really bad. Sometimes, but it, I know I understand that they have to reshoot scenes sometimes. Shit happens, and sometimes they have to re-enter. I understand there's mm-hmm. like continuity shit like that, and that doesn't bother me. The only time I, when I feel like if I feel like the producers are like feeding them a storyline, that's when I yeah, like on Vanderpump Rules, the Dana and Sheena thing mm-hmm. feels like the producers were like, oh, this is how we're going to introduce Dana. Yeah, and that I'm like, oh, that's annoying. You're not here for it. Yeah, fair. I also want to say Jennifer Dolores and Teresa continue to talk about how um, Jack, uh, like about Jackie's shitty kid's birthday party. And it reminded me of the scene in the family stone where, um, where Sarah Jessica Parker's character, what's, what's her fucking name? I can't think of it now. I'm on oh, the spot. No. I'm on the spot. Oh, no. <laughs> when they're having the dinner and she's like saying these problematic things and just keeps trying to drive her point home. It just digs herself in a further hole until Craig T. Nelson's like, that's enough. Enough. 
Yes. That's what a enough. Scene. Yeah. Chills. And it was like Jennifer just being like, I'm just saying, I think it's a shitty party. I'm just saying. And she oh, yeah, keeps yeah. trying to just drive her argument. And I'm like, you sound like an asshole. Just stop. Stop doubling stop. down. I know. And I, you know what else I keep yelling stop about? What? Every time Dolores and Teresa say like, we're old school. We're old school. Oh. It's like, come on. Kill <laughs> it's me. It's like such an excuse for like bad behavior. I know. Well, I said this last week on my show when... Last week when Dolores is like, yeah, you know, we're just, we're old school. So that's why Joe Judice, you know, is allowed to call Teresa a cunt. And it's like, that's not a thing. No, it's not. A, I'm Italian and my family. Yes, Italian. exactly. I, one of my closest friends is an Italian girl from Jersey. And she's like, my mother and my grandmother have never been spoken to like that. No, like, I can't no. imagine my dad just saying the C word about my mother on camera. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here comes my bitch wife. Like, oh my God. What? I know. Those scenes were chilling. Early Jersey is like some of the best TV of all time. So good. So dark. Uh, We then cut to the entire group um, talking out the lunch. Mm -hmm. They talk about it. Melissa and Teresa talk. And then Jennifer gets involved. And Jennifer says, like, your sister, she says to Teresa, was also saying something. Mm -hmm. And then Melissa tries to act tough again. And Teresa, like, very briefly gets mad. But I feel like Teresa, I need her to, like, get off the handle a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. Do you feel like she's like holding back? I think a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think like when she finds herself in that space, her like reasoning is always like, I'm just stressed because Joe and I is custody. But I'm like, people are calling you ignorant. People are calling mm-hmm. you embarrassing. Like pop off a little bit. Throw Those something. Those are words though. Like sometimes you could tell when they call her a word like that and she doesn't know what the word means. Yeah. She's like, huh? And then Jennifer's like, are you going to take that? And Teresa's like, why are you calling me ignorant? Like, then someone has to tell her to get mad because she doesn't always know what the fuck is going on. I also maintain that Melissa and Teresa hate each other. I don't think they like each other, not even in the slightest. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready for that to just explode. Like, I know they've been a united front for the family or whatever, yeah. but it's like, you hate each other. Like, let's let this pop off. I know. You know? I agree. And like, when um when Jennifer was sort of trying to rile Teresa up, and then Melissa's like, I didn't mean that you're ignorant. And then Teresa's like, okay, it's fine, bitch. And just like walks away. Yeah, it was like such an anticlimactic thing. Yeah. Uh, what about that scene with the men? Joe Gorga, yes. they were at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Gorga was trying to set up Frank Sr. with the uh, Kelly. With the, the waitress. Server. I felt bad yeah. for the waitress. I was like, Ugh. I literally was watching it being like, these are the tables that I fucking hate waiting on. Like, I immediately will desexualize myself by like doing a weird voice like at the table just because I'm like, I don't want you all to talk about me when I walk away. Yeah. Just like horny dads. And it's like, she showed up to work that day and they already asked her to be on camera. So, you know, she was like already nervous and uncomfortable because it's like, She's not camera ready. No. You know, she didn't plan no. for this. And then she's got to be on camera and like be nice and everything because she knows she's on camera. And then she's got these guys like just being annoying to her. And I'm yeah. Like, and her face kind of, she had just this like smile like, oh, wow. Like, and her eyes got really big. Like, okay. The entire time. Do you think Frank Sr. can get it up? I don't. I don't either. I think too much steroid use over the years. Yeah, they mention it in the scene. So I feel like it's game to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, there's no way with all that shit in your body. Like, I don't think that everything works proper. Like, I don't think your insides work the right way. I know. Do you think Dolores ever pulled an I early... I think that's why they got it broken up. Cause, oh, because he couldn't get an erection? Ooh, that's a good theory. I don't know it to be true, but that's what I'm led to believe. Well, here we go then. I feel like the sex life went to shit. And so then that's when they were like, okay, let's just be friends. Yeah. Right? And now they're so close. They're basically married, but they're she she's getting laid by the doctor. Do you think, I bet. That's my theory. David has like a slithery vibe about him that I don't really like, but I bet he's probably good in bed, honestly. Oh, interesting. If you're that, like, 
cocky, but that squirrely, also, you you're probably right. have a big dick. And also, he seems so comfortable with her being around yeah. like Frank Sr. so much. So, yeah, you're right. He's probably comfortable and yeah. confident. Yeah. I want to say, do you ever think that Dolores like went in like early season Stasi and just poured all of Frank's supplements down the disposal? I wish he, she did. Probably not. I don't think she did. If she had, he probably like so jacked up. You know, I think uh, it's interesting. I was just talking about this with John Cena, not mm-hmm. with him, but like about him. Mm-hmm. And I watched that movie where he's a firefighter. It's for kids. Oh, Oh, was this during your recovery? Film. Yeah. Yeah. After. Yeah. Yeah. I've just, I've watched everything. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. He, um, I feel like his body can't get smaller. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he's done, I don't know. He's gotten so big for so long that yeah. his body just doesn't go that way. Yeah. He's just a comic book character now, like all the time. Uh, can you do the fuck, Mary kill with these men? Yes. With Joe Gorga, Frank Sr. And J- Marge's Joe. Easy peasy. Joe Benino. I think he's really hot. I love okay. his mustache. Does that throw you off more than Richie Wakili, or do you no, think Joe Benino? Yeah, I get that. He has big reason. dick energy for yeah. sure, and he's just got yeah a swagger to him. I really like yeah. him. He's so loyal. He seems nice. He loves her. Loves yeah. the shit he out likes of Mark. Ex husband, like he's yeah. just. I think he's a good dude. Yeah, I agree. So I would kill Frank. I would fuck the shit out of Joe Gorga. Mm. I'm sorry, that's graphic, but it's true. I think he's very attractive. Oh, do you think he's me too? It. T- I did not always think that, but recently I'm like he looks great. Yeah, I it's, don't like the misogynistic no. energy, of course. But of that's him, why I wouldn't but marry looks him. Wise, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then I would marry the shit out of Joe Benino. Yeah. How do you feel? Um, I agree with that. I I, I think I might. Yeah, I think I would do that exact same thing. Yeah. You know, Joe Gorga has a sexual energy about him too. Like you yeah. know, like in terms of if you're going to just sleep with someone. Yeah. Take out their personality, but like you know, he likes to have sex every five seconds. Yeah. It'd He's ready great. to go. Yeah. yeah. It'd be great. Okay, so then uh, let's talk about the dinner at Dockers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's a bartender there that's hot, and they start to talk about Teresa's marriage. Yes, and the pool guy, mm-hmm. Tony. Oh. Tony, the pool guy. Woo! Hello, clutch your pearls. <laughs> <laughs> and we see a very MySpace type selfie that he texted Teresa. He texted a shirtless center to a married woman. That was kind of wild. It's obvious that like she's not really no with Joe, but I don't know why we're like skirting around the issue. I know, and Melissa's like, "Whoa, this is kind of weird for me to like see this," and I'm like, "Is it though?" I know Melissa's not that great of an actress. No, that's why J Lo needs to play her, and she can't play herself. Neither is Dolores. The, none no. of them really. No, none of them really. But I, I don't mind. I don't like how we're pretending though that this. Uh, Tony isn't someone that she's doing. And Teresa's like, no, he's my friend. He's my friend. And they're like, oh, so a friend just like sends you shirtless photos. Yeah, topless photos. No blouse. No blouse. (laughs) Not a blouse to be found. (laughs) He looked great, too. I'd love a photo like that from Tony, too. But the fact of the matter is, he's got kids in the house. Yeah. What if Gia wakes up and sees that fo- a text message from Tony, the pool guy? <laughs> Shirtless. And also, just in general, they're watching the show and they're like, oh, I didn't realize, Mom, that our pool guy just is sending you these photos. Right? You know she's got a dick pic, too. Oh, for sure. For sure, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. We have to do a wellness check on Gia and Melania. <laughs> just because this is a lot to handle yeah, when you're a, a child and this is on They've TV. They've been through so fucking much, those so girls. So much. Did I tell you how on New Year's Eve, I've said this on my show before, but on New Year's Eve, I went for a walk during the day because I was just feeling very like over-exhausted and kind of just like emotional that day. Mm. And I listened to Melania's song, I Can't Wait to Grow uh, Up, and, 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 and I just started weeping for her. 
Oh. I was just like, poor Melania has been through so much and she's just trying to make great pop music and like make a happy life for herself. And like, I want that for just her. Just like so all badly. the other pop girls, Jessica, yeah. Brittany, they're all trying exactly. to do their best and just give us some jams. Yeah. And then they were thrown into stardom as children. And I think that has to be really hard. Yeah. I really am rooting for those girls. I'm rooting for Melania to get it, you know, or uh, get her life. I just want everything yeah. to go well for her. I want a full album. Yeah, we need a full album. Hey, it's me, Melania. I'm sure you see me around. <laughs> Tay Tay and Stephanie Tay-tay are here. Tay Tay and Stephanie. <laughs> We're popping tags. Yeah, it's a great song. It's a great song. Where do you think it ranks in terms of Bravo songs? Do you think it's like a top five? Ooh, that's tough. Charity for the Party is like top five, whether we like Kim Zolciak or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's really tough. Countess Luann has had, of course, some legendary songs. Some bangers. You know, I, I heard a sneak preview of like Luann's upcoming song. <gasps> Somebody sent it to me. Is like they were in the studio with her and it sounds good. Really? Is it yeah. better than Feeling Giovanni? Yeah. Really? It's, yeah. She posted a little clip of it on her Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. Luann did, but I heard like an extended and it sounds like it's going to be good. Ooh, I, and allegedly, she's doing a whole Christmas album. <gasps> Your dreams are coming true. Oh my what were you gosh. Say? Oh, I was. Chic Sailavie is like my number one banger. Like, I listened to it on the way here in the car. Uh, uh, what's her name? Pat the Puss. She mm-hmm. has a couple of good ones too. Yeah. I like expensive a lot. It's expensive to be me. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone just turned this up. No, um, Kim Zolciak also has a song called The Wig that is underrated. I don't think I know that one. On my wig, my wig, my wig, my wig, my wig. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it came out during the Don't Be Tardy era, mm-hmm. the show era. Yeah. And so we're all against her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair. Uh, okay, so what's going on here? We got... T- shirtless Tony. Um, Teresa said they dated in high school, but never fucked. He has not they, seen the inside fucked. of her pool. They fully fucked. Did you notice how they're all wearing necklaces with their names on it? Melissa's got a Melissa necklace. Jackie's got a Jackie necklace. No. They're all doing the Carrie Bradshaw necklace. I was going to say, Carrie Bradshaw, these women are not. And I noticed that on the other shows, too, though. Like, a lot of these people on our Bravo are wearing necklaces with their mm-hmm. names on it. Yeah. I'm Who confused. Else? Uh, well, Katie Maloney had a Bubba necklace on. <laughs> oh, that's that's kind of fun. Stassi's always worn her own name all over her body. Has she? Yeah. yeah. Loves her initials, loves herself. And I respect that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I've never thought of that. You should get a nameplate necklace. Danny. Necklaces, Danny. Danny. That's <laughs> Would cute. you do a Hannah? Yeah. Oh, I've had a Hannah, but it broke. So I have to get a new one. Right now, I have a unicorn nameplate necklace. Mm, it was a gift. But I, really I don't like know. It. They don't really make good men's one. I'd have to get like a big. I'm not a good. I'm not a necklace person. Have you ever had like a Jason Waller like bedazzled dog tag moment? Oh yes, I That's had a dog. So tag. I had like a very long dog tag moment like throughout high school and college, and always with the dog tag. Mm-hmm. I also had a cross necklace, like mm-hmm. uh, a cross. I also I've had. A, I've done a lot of jewelry work. I remember <laughs> rings at a time. I was rings. wear lots of rings. A pinky in high school. I did like the thumb ring for a while Ooh, that's hot yeah i did a thumb ring i did some other rings you could pull have you ever had a puka shell necklace for oh, sure 100 percent. yeah yeah i just talked about this on my vanderpump rules recap i oh had a puka necklace because katie maloney was wearing also with that bubba necklace she wore a puka gold puka necklace oh layered like solid gold and i was like our puka shell necklaces back in because that was a thing oh that yeah. was like a total thing but yeah i i used to love some jewelry and i stopped wearing maybe like post once i came out i was like okay no more jewels Mm-hmm. I had to be understated for my dramatic coming out moment. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Didn't want to bring too much more attention to myself. Of course. Um, so I stopped with the jewels. And then now I wear an Apple watch, but that's, I, I like a watch. I uh, like a watch yeah. too. They're chic. And I'm starting to phase myself more into like other watches, not just like I wear an Apple watch. Mm-hmm. I like when I like work out and stuff, mm-hmm. but 
I'm starting to get like I need. I want. I wish I had the money for like a nice watch, like a fancy occasion watch. I have to just tell this story really quick. Do We're it. getting way off track. Sorry, guys. But on my Instagram account, I asked people like for luxury towel suggestions, mm-hmm. and Patricia from Southern Charm, like oh. wrote, she wrote me, and I forget. Oh, she said like Port Halt maybe or something like that, and. I was like, okay, that's who she recommended. I'm going to buy that. Mm-hmm. And then I looked it up and it was like $500 for a tea towel or something. Oh my <laughs> like God. So much money. Are you going to gift them, Patricia? I was like, I definitely cannot afford that. Like, it was so expensive for a towel. Oh my gosh. I want to be her. I, I love know. her. I know. It was pretty badass to just recommend a $600 She's amazing. hand towel, but uh, yeah, love her. Goals. Okay. This, what were we talking about? The so, necklaces? Uh, we were talking about shirtless Tony, the pool guy. Now at this point, everyone's back home and Jacob asks Jennifer. Oh yeah. I made a note of this mini moment. Uh, Jennifer's son, Jacob asks if he can dye his hair blue for field day. And then Olivia's like, mommy, will you dye my hair pink for field day? And he's like, why do you always have to copy me? And I just love Olivia. So I want to celebrate her every time she's on the TV. She's great. Love the her. The kids are good. I like Jennifer's kid. Jennifer's really having a star making turn, I think. She season. is. Yeah. I know. I never liked her. I always thought she was really fucking annoying. But even when she is really fucking annoying, she's really entertaining. She's a perfect housewife, I think. Like, she's very, yeah. I, I've mentioned this, but she's like old school housewife vibe. Yeah. Uh huh. And I don't know how long she'll last on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. How long do you think these shows will last? Oh my gosh. I, I can't even think about them ending. I know. It's depressing. Yeah. I can't. Okay. What's next? Uh, did you see Melissa and Joe working out? Yeah, mm-hmm. I always think it's weird when they're working out on these shows because they're not sweating. They just basically go to the gym to do the scene. And yeah, totally. Yeah. They're like, she's like sitting on a like, you know, machine of some kind. And she's like, so here's what happened. And then he's like doing crows. He's like, no way. Really? Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, uh, as a sweater, I would never look camera ready at the gym. Me like neither. in a normal workout situation. I look <sighs> like I just walked out of the rain. No, same, same. I remember I worked Teddy Mellencamp's charity ride at Cycle House back when I worked there, and they all looked so perfect when they left the the studio. And oh, I was so like, they did the workout and then they looked perfect. Yeah, they like actually looked perfect, and I was like, did you just like fill all your sweat glands with like Botox or something? Probably, because they looked perfect. And I was Is like, there wet proof makeup or something? Probably. Yeah, Erica like dabbed at her face lightly with like a uh, eucalyptus towel. Well, you know, I've been told that you can get like. Botox underneath your arms. So you don't sweat. So you don't sweat. But yeah. then I also read that it just comes out elsewhere. Because like I have sweaty arms and I've tried. Have you ever tried to sweat? Are you a natural deodorant person? Uh, I ha- I tried like Tom's deodorant in college and got a terrible rash. Yeah, I tried a few different kinds. Yeah. And it's not for me. Mm-hmm. I need the full antiperspirant. Mm-hmm. Give me all the chemicals under yep. my arms. Like I'm not interested in something that's all natural that I'm supposed to. And people say, oh, you got to do it for like three weeks or something. And I did it once for like three weeks. And I was like, I just stink and <laughs> I'm sweating. Yeah. So give me all the chemicals underneath my pits. Agree. But I heard that it can, it'll come out. to so like, if you fill it in your armpits, then you'll start sweating in like your lower back or, or another yeah. area. It's like when Sonia Morgan got lipo in her tummy, but then like her ass grew, you know? Oh, wait, was that a thing? It was like, I forget what season it was, but yeah, she like literally had a flat stomach and still thought she needed to get lipo. And then I think Ramona was like, just work out because, you know, if you get surgery, you know, your fit has to go somewhere. Like, it's going to come back somewhere. So you have to do lunches and you have to do squats. And basically it, you know, Sonya had a thicker booty after that, which no problems. That's great. But yeah, it has to go somewhere. Uh, I hear that the Roni trailer is coming very soon. I cannot wait. Oh my gosh. I miss them so much. And now Ramona's our longest tenured housewife. Now oh. that Vicky and Tamara are on the outs. Ramona does great work. She deserves it. She deserves it. And I, yeah, I will lose it if 
Ramona goes. Don't even speak it yeah, into existence. Okay. Um, have you? Uh, how do you feel about couples who work out together? Like, have you and Matt ever worked out we together? We tried it briefly, mm-hmm. and it was not for us. I don't think I can do it either. Like, we'll do like a little check in, being like, oh, because we're both trying to like hold ourselves more accountable, like Teddy Mellencamp, you know? All um, in. All in with Teddy. <laughs> Hashtag all in. So, like, if Jake works out, he'll be like, oh, I just worked out. And I'll be like, oh, I have to go do that. So, like, it kind of motivates me a little more. But do you I worry don't... that that all in is not regulated by people who have certifications. A thousand percent. I've heard about it, and going all in sounds like you just cut all your calories and die a little. Okay. Oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Okay, go ahead. Continue. I'm sorry. Um (laughs) I interrupted you. Um, so yeah, but we'll do like a little like check in with each other just to like motivate each other. But I don't really have any interest in like sweating my ass off with my boyfriend at the gym. Like I would rather that just be me time. Right. You know, you know, Matt was way more in shape when I, uh, than I was when we first started dating. And so Mm -hmm. like, I remember I didn't lift weights at the time. I did more cardio. So Mm -hmm. we started going to the gym to like, so he could show me like different weightlifting things. This Mm -hmm. was 10 years ago or something. But, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And then we realized it just wasn't working for us. He would like get annoyed with me. Yeah. I would get annoyed too. Like, yeah, I, I think it would get like weirdly competitive. Like, well, let me show you how to do this. Or, like you're doing that wrong. Not saying Matt did that, but I'm saying I feel like that's what would happen if Jake and I did it together yeah. and we'd get annoyed. 
also I would like be checking out the other guys. I'd be like, oh, look at him. And that's like enough. <laughs> yeah, there'd be like a hot girl at the gym and I'd be like, don't look at her. <laughs> or the hot guy comes next to you and it's like, we have to leave this machine. Like, yeah. I don't want to be next to that. Yeah, exactly. Like, too, I look like a troll. Yeah, literally. I'm like, fuck this. We're leaving. Let's get brunch. Um, we got to talk about Marge's 20 years in business with the Macbeth collection. She yes. invites Marge Sr. over. Mm-hmm. They tell us a little bit more about their relationship. Mm-hmm. Marge Sr. is an interesting character to me. And I keep hearing how she's in the city partying. Mm-hmm. And I think, why aren't we getting that? Where is that scene? Where are the fucking cameras? Where are the cameras? Like, if she's in the city all the time, partying, letting loose, and yeah. Margaret is the mom. Like, I want to see Marge Sr. like hurled over the toilet. Yeah. After a night out. Living La Vida Lohan, you know what I mean? <laughs> What's going on? You you know, you, you got the spilled salsa ramekin. Where's Marge Senior partying? Priorities. Get yeah, it I all. know we're seeing scenes of like Dolores at the gym and it's like I'd rather see Marge Senior. hundred percent. I need uh, information about her. Yeah. I like though that Margaret uh, Margaret. <laughs> Marjorie. <laughs> I like that Marjorie. <laughs> she uh, she's so upfront about her legal cases. I'm getting yes. sued everywhere. Every day I'm getting sued. <laughs> Every day I'm getting sued, so I gotta sell my property. They're trying to fucking sue me. Gonna have yeah. a drag brunch. Yeah. <laughs> I know she spends all this money on this lavish party, even though she's in the middle of getting sued. Who's your favorite one to impersonate? On Jersey? Because you do good impersonation. Yeah, thank you so much. In general or on Jersey? Jersey. Uh, probably Teresa. Oh, that's good. Or like, or actually, no, honestly, Jackie. I really Jackie, like... Do a, I, oh. what, do, what should I do say? Do Jackie. Just say, I'm going to drag... I'm going to drag brunch for Margaret. Is that how she's talking? Yeah. Like, all right. So it's Mother's Day. So I'm going to Margaret's drag brunch. I'm going to bring my mom, but I don't like to talk about money. And Jennifer, she's going to make me talk about money. But, you know, I, I don't, I just don't, I don't like to talk about it. You <laughs> That's know? good. Thanks. That I like her good. little like micro lisp. That's oh, fun to do for me. Interesting. Yeah. I don't consider it a loss, Dolores. Okay, Jackie. Okay, Dolores. <laughs> okay, Jackie. Dolores. <laughs> Dolores is such a bitch to Jackie earlier this season. I love it. It's fun to see that those dynamics where it's yeah. like Dolores is not mean to anyone else, but when it comes to Jackie, she'll be an asshole. Shits on Jackie. Right. And okay, same with Melissa Jackie. to Jennifer. It's like there are certain people that I don't know if they're not scared of them or what it is, but yeah. it's like I mean, I'd be scared of Jennifer. She literally earlier in the episode when she was like, I just threw the plate at you to like get your attention. Like it's not and I'm like, you can't just throw plates at people. Right. Um, yeah, but back to Margaret and Marge. I feel like they, I feel... I was always the mother. You were the kid. Yeah, I appreciate Margaret for being open about their relationship and not saying it's perfect when it clearly isn't. And also, like, having the balls to be like, hey, mom, even though I'm, like, a full-grown adult, like, this still hurts me and I'm still dealing with it. You know, it's kind of shocking that Margaret got on the show because her house really isn't very aspirational. She's in a lot of lawsuits. It stresses me out. And she is older than the rest of the women on the cast. Mm-hmm. And I love Margaret. She's probably one of my favorite people on The Housewives. Yeah. But it is shocking to me that they like brought that in because normally they're bringing in someone much younger than The Housewives mm-hmm. and they're bringing someone with a gorgeous, beautiful house. Yes. So good job, Margaret. You go, girl. You go, girl. Oh, okay. So we cut to Joe and Teresa at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Kathy and Richie, we saw a, a picture of them in a flashback. Yes. I need to know what happened. And I'm sorry to harp on this, but like, I need there to be a resolution between Rosie and Kathy, because you remember the last time we saw them, Teresa was like, I'll never make up with you. And then that was the end of it. And it's since been revealed that Melissa doesn't talk to Kathy or Rosie either. What the fuck and happened? Like, I think that that's, I, I think that's wrong. I feel like Melissa was friends with Kathy because they were on the show together. And that makes me think that Melissa's sneaky. Ooh. I feel like she's sneaky. 
sneaky. She like dropped the cousins right after they left the show. The twins. I don't even like to think about that time. Well, yeah, the, I mean the twins, but I'm but Kathy. I'm saying oh, Kathy and Rosie. Oh, she two. dropped yeah, yeah. them. Yeah, she dropped them right after the show. Yeah, I don't. I like feel like I kind of slacked on those seasons. Like I kind of went in and out at that time, but oh. I don't even remember what the conflict exactly was, except for that they just stopped. It, liking I remember each other. Teresa said like she was forgiving Melissa because they were siblings. You know, Joe was her uh-huh. brother. But Teresa, she's like, you're my cousin. And just, she wasn't interested in forgiving Kathy, yeah. even though, like, basically, Kathy and Rosie, like, didn't do that much worse yeah. than Melissa. Teresa was like, well, I have to forgive Melissa. She's a sibling. But Kathy, yeah. and I, I'm not going to forgive him. And you could see there's like a scene, their last scene in the show, you could see in their faces, Kathy and Rosie, where it was like, okay, now we're never filming again because Teresa refuses to make up with us. Yeah. So it was like, there's nowhere to go with them. That sucks. I miss yeah. them. I know they're still friends with the Manzos, which I love. I just would like an update. Like, yeah. just pop in for an update. Like, it, and if you don't want to have Kathy, they're fine. Just bring us Rosie. Yeah. Let Rosie go to Italy to see Joe. Have her say hi. Tell us what she's been up to. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So it's revealed that the Teresa and the girls are going to visit Joe at ICE. Mm-hmm. They always say, like, <laughs> Teresa was talking to her brother, Joe, about going to see him, you know? Mm-hmm. And she, they always say, like, well, hopefully everything works out. And they always say that. And it's like, these are serious issues. And you're all just like, well, I hope it works out. It'll blow over. Yeah. You're so calm. I don't think it will work out. No, it's, it hasn't. It hasn't worked it's out. Not, nothing's working out. You both went to jail. Yeah. It's not working out. What a mess. What a mess. What a fucking mess. Yeah. Also, like, I, I did think there was a cute moment in that scene where they were at dinner where Joe, like, built up Teresa and was like, all the things he says aren't true. You're funny. You're beautiful. You're fun to be around. Teresa's like, oh, I'll keep saying it. I appreciate it. Yeah. I like when they get along. Me too. It's sweet. It's sweet. Oh, we got to talk about that bowling scene with Jackie uh-huh. and the brother. Yes. I love seeing this. I think we might have talked about this before. There's very little representation of people with debil- disabilities on television and film. Yeah. So it was nice to see. Yeah. Like, and they had a really sweet relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It was cute. Also, it was revealed in that scene that their dad has like 100 bottles of mouthwash. Did you see that? So much mouthwash. Yes. Wait, we didn't talk about this either, but I have to mention it because it popped in my head. Did you see when Nono? Maybe this was later. It looked like he was putting an octopus. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, so the bowling scene. Do you have any other thoughts about the bowling scene? I just thought it was really sweet. And like, I... I I do like when people get vulnerable on this show, you know, when they're not always fighting. And when Jackie was honest about like, yeah, in my childhood, I kind of felt like I had to be self-reliant because my parents obviously had to take care of my brother. But then the fact that they're still close and have this nice relationship and, you know, Eric, her brother, proposes a Thursday night bowling night with the family. I just thought it was really sweet. It warmed my heart. Do you like to bowl? I fucking love bowling. Mm, yeah, yeah. But it's a terrible date mm. because it's just two people and it's like, all right, you go. And then one of you said, so it's like, okay, now you go. You know what I mean? All, it's a group activity. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, it's a group activity. It's like a, maybe a good double date or something like yes. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. But usually I get so focused. I love bowling alley food. Uh, they always have like really good like French fries, nachos, chicken tenders. Yeah, I love a chicken tender. Yeah, me too. Mozzarella sticks. They, it's like they got it all. Yeah, Pizza. it's like a bar mitzvah happy hour. Yeah, it's literally yeah. like a kid's birthday party. Yeah. It's like they just have the, that kind of food. And yeah. It's great. And like just the idea of like getting like a pitcher of beer and just like sharing it with your friends and in high school, that was like where we could get alcohol. They would like yes. serve us. I don't remember. Somebody had like the worst fake ID ever, right? Like it was printed from <laughs> like McLovin. Yeah, it yeah. was like the worst fake ID, but at the bowling alley, it'd work. So mm-hmm. we'd go and we'd be able to get like pictures of beer. So and fun. they had karaoke. So which fun. is like some woman who was always running the karaoke with like a whiskey voice and a cigarette. Yeah. And she would randomly like sing her own originals in, in between 
the so the bowling alley was like the place to be. God, I love the Midwest. I miss it every day. Yeah, me too. Truly simpler times. Where are you from again? Uh, uh, Highland Park, Illinois. Right. Yeah. But I also, every time I'm at a bowling alley, I think of um, the bowling scene from the breakup. And then I just pretend I'm Jennifer Aniston, like being cute and loving bowling. Yeah. Yeah. What do you make of Jen and Brad? I mean, I think everyone needs to calm down, but I, it did warm my heart to see those photos. I loved them. And I loved like watching him watch her speech and just like smile. Like it looked like he was really happy for her. And I thought it was cute. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Same. Like, I think we all need to calm down. It's not going to happen, but I like it. Yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. I think it was two judgy girls posted like, Hey, I know we're all excited, but let's not forget that he cheated on her with someone on a movie. Like we all want better for Jen. And I was like, that's true. Yeah. I think it's all of us just craving something mm-hmm. to latch on to because the news is so dark and yes. stuff. So it's like, yeah, we're allowed to have this. Yes. Like we all have so much fucking shit going on right now. So much fucking Everyone's shit. Everyone's got their own shit. People got health issues. People mm-hmm. got work issues. People got money issues. Yep. They got family issues. They got so much love life issues. Yep. The world is a mess. And so sometimes we just have to say, you know what? We're all going to latch onto this Brad and Jen thing and we're going to, uh, Drill at home till the cows come home so we can be distracted from our lives. Yeah. Or we're, okay. we're going to watch Architecture Digest videos. I just listened to, I just started a random pump recap and you talked about the Liv Tyler one. That's the my Liv favorite Tyler one. one it's just so good. My favorite is when she points out the tree and she goes, I love the way the branches look like they took a wrong turn. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's so good. My favorite is when she's like, it looks like there's never been anything in here, but we put stuff in here. Or she takes out her sword from Lord of the Rings and she's like, so I don't use this. Or like she oh says something really yes. obvious. Yeah. When she goes in the attic, it's yes. the best part is that twist when she heads into the attic Digging and she just has shit. like Lord of the Rings Monopoly boards everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? You have to watch I it. I didn't even guys. know what this is. Yeah. Oh, I don't use this sword a lot. This is the couch. Sometimes I just lay on it. The way the branches take a wrong turn. I love a phone. And then she like picks up the phone and says, hello. <laughs> she thinks she's doing like a bit. Yeah. <laughs> like like Charlie with the banana and Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> hello. We have four kids, so we have kids stuff. Yeah. Like no shout. I love these pocket doors. I love a pocket door. And then she, and like, then she like, peeks, like, peeks through. They're like, yeah. Sometimes people just come to my window and they knock. They don't even come to the door. They just knock at the window. <laughs> That's fun. She's like, the neighbors, we actually know them. They made us cut the vines down because they were on their windows. And we know them, but we had to cut them down. <laughs> You'll see there's a lot of moss, a lot of moss on the building. <laughs> <laughs> it's it so- wasn't there before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now there's a plane. We have planes. Yeah. We're in New York City. So, you know, even though we seem so separated, there are planes in the sky. <laughs> yeah. I never want to get rid of my landline. I yeah. love phones. I love phones. Hello. <laughs> this is my Lord of the Rings action figure. I didn't even know this was here, but I have 40 of them. I'm going to crawl in the attic. And she just like is crawling around crawling. in the attic. Oh, it's so I love good. the idea of the camera guy being like, oh, I guess we're doing this. Just crouching down. Being like, you fucking stop looking through your shit. My knees hurt. Oh, my God. All of those architectural ones are good, though. And there's a new one that was just posted with Shay Mitchell. Yes. Did mm-hmm. you see this one? And it was very yes. confusing. Matt and I watched it. And we were like, who's this man? Like, there was a gay man. And we couldn't tell if it was her roommate. Yeah. And she like looks to him to explain everything. She's like, I don't know what this is. Like she doesn't understand anything in her house and like he has to explain it. Yeah. He's like, So yeah, when I was in, you know, Morocco, I found this in a market, you know. And she's just looking at him like, You do the tour. Yeah, a lot of people my boyfriend and I always make fun of that, how like like we watched the Nicole Scherzinger one and she's like Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, she I loved her house, but she's like, I just saw this piece of rock and I just knew 
it had to be my table. I had to make it a table. Yeah. And I'm like, your decorator saw that piece of rock, sent it to you, and was like, how about we make They're this They're so table? fucking dramatic in those yes. videos. Like, because actors in general are way too dramatic. Yes. But yeah, it's like every single piece, they're like, so I saw this in a market in Zimbabwe. Yeah, exactly. And I knew I, I had to have it. But that's, I guess, I do kind of appreciate Shay being like, this is my decorator because I don't fucking know any of the stuff that's in my house. I liked Tan France's house a lot, too. Oh, I didn't. You didn't? No, I, I hated his it. house, actually. I, I hated the it. attic. Or I just got mad because I was like, he's a, a stylist, mm-hmm. and where he did the styling was just... Oh, the the messy uh, attic closet? Yeah. Isn't he making the basement I into a closet candle. Now? Yeah, he is making the basement, I but I liked the his candle. candle. Closet. You know who had the shittiest house? Yeah. Mandy Moore. It wasn't really? like shitty. I, I don't think say I've it was seen shitty. Hers. I shouldn't say it was shitty, but it was like, just not my style. Disappointing. It was disappointing. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, I thought it was disappointing. Bummer. Yeah, but Nicole Scherzinger is one of my favorites. And also there was a DJ, I can't remember his name right now. Mark Ronson. Was his one that I liked? No. Was it in Los Feliz and it was really eclectic and kind of weird? No, that, not that I one. I didn't really Jesse like Tyler it. Ferguson had an ugly house too, I thought. I liked That's Robert me. Downey Jr.'s with his wife. Oh, yeah. It was like their was Hamptons fun. house. And they're just cute together. Yeah. Yeah. They're so, I, it's my favorite thing on YouTube. Yeah, you guys, it's really soothing. Get into it. This is our couch. Sometimes I just like to lay on it. Lives is hands down the best one. <laughs> it's like, it seems like. I always make Christopher guest references. Like it seems like a parody of oh yeah, a celebrity. It's like, how are we doing this? She's on that nine one one show with Rob Lowe, and I'm like, how did this happen? She's on that. I didn't yeah, know her that. and Rob Lowe are on the Texas one. Fun. The spinoff. Love. Uh, okay, so we have to talk about uh, Teresa and Melania and Gia going to visit the dad. Yes. And this is when Nono is putting a full ass octopus in, in the a pot, pot at six a.m. Six a.m. I was like, is that a piece of chicken? And then I realized it was just a full octopus. Well, wasn't an octopus? Maybe it was. I I was like. I don't know the world's under the water. <laughs> yeah, I stay away from the ocean. It looked like an octopus to me. Wasn't there something else? Isn't there something else that's like an octopus? A squid? Yes. Yeah. Is it a squid? Are they the same? This sounds, I sound so fucking stupid. No, I think squids are smaller. That looked octopus size. Okay, so that looked like It was in like a spaghetti pot of boiling water. Was he making some calamari? Like what was, I don't know what you make with I don't know. squid or octopus. I thought you make calamari with squid. Yeah, but you can also like grill octopus and it's delicious. I've never had But he's it. not grilling it. He's bo- Maybe you have to boil it before you can grill it. I don't know. I have so we many questions. We need a cookbook from No-No. Like that's... Uh, a- <laughs> <laughs> it's always in the kitchen. Here's my octopus recipe. <laughs> sounds like Chewbacca to me. <laughs> he's like, you go get and, the dog. And Gorga Joe slipped into that voice at the christening. Yeah. My father. Yeah, my father. <laughs> my father. <laughs> An octopus. I'm fully crying. Oh um, my god. Yeah, there was an episode two where he made like chicken parmigiana at like two in the like five in the morning. Yeah, he's always cooking, and it's like that's whose cookbook we need. Like we I do. would buy the shit of that. Yeah, I bought the quad cookbook from Married to Medicine, and Ooh, I like, love it. Really? Do you use it all the time? No, <laughs> but you love it anyway. <laughs> I keep. I've looked through. I've like thumbed through it and like decided on recipes that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt's been doing most of the cooking around here though, but and yeah. I've been telling him we're eating healthy right now, and a lot of those recipes aren't so healthy. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we get off the wagon, you're ready. We're, we're going to dive in. Love. Yeah. Love. Um, anyway, the girls drive to ICE, and then they find out they um, forgot the birth certificates. And Teresa forgot her whole wallet. She's like, oh, my God. And they, they were both just, like, sleeping. And they're like, stop yelling. It's not going to change anything. Right, that's and, a good Gia. Yeah. Mom. And meanwhile, Dolores is just on the other line. Like, <laughs> she had to wake up to film the phone call at yeah. 6 a.m. Yeah. And then Teresa just basically hangs up on her. 
You're like, oh, God. I mean, that's truly my biggest fear. You always triple, quadruple check that you have your passport, your ticket, your whatever. Right. Wallet, cars, key. Wallet. What do I say when I leave the house? Wallet, um, keys. Spectacles, testicles, yeah, wallet, and watch. Yeah. Dignity. Dignity. I always leave that at home. <laughs> I remember in college, they'd be like, do you have your kids, your keys and ID? Bring your kids. Bring the kids. In college, I would take the roadies. That's all I was concerned about. Do we have the roadies? Do we have the alcohol that's going in our pocket? Did you have like a big like um, like winter jacket that you could like shove the bottles in? Yeah, I was doing a lot of like baggy clothes back then. Mm-hmm. So I had like pockets everywhere. It was, it was yeah. like you could stuff anything in there. A cargo pant. A cargo pant. I used to have the, I know I talk about this a lot, but I had the cell phone belt clip. Yes. My dad and I had the same one. Love that. Um, but so, you know, you could carry anything on your, you, you could wear a, Anything around your belt to carry things. That's you're like the, the era. You're like J Lo in the wedding planner with her little utility belt of like bridal things. I think I just watched the wedding planner. Doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold up, and it's so weirdly lit to me. Like to me, it looks like a sitcom. Yes. Mm-hmm. But Alex Kreb is in that. I have such a crush on him. And yes. He's like so sexy. Now I have thought this for a while, and I know we need to wrap this up here. I but I just want to say that in the wedding planner, it is so fucked up to rewatch because I'm supposed to be rooting. For Eddie, played by Matthew McConaughey. Try- all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. I know myself. Fully wanting to fuck Mary, the wedding planner, the entire time. And in the end, he gaslights his fiance Fran, into making her think she doesn't want to get married. He's like, listen, Fran, if you want to do this, I will put on my cover right now. And we will go. But I don't think you do. And she just like looks off and she's like, no, I don't. And then he's like, Fuck yeah, you don't. And then he gets on his little motorcycle and retrieves Mary. And it pisses me off. Yeah. I mean, the early 2000s was a wild time for rom-coms. Everyone's doing whatever they want, Billy Nilly. You know who I was rooting for at that time? Judy Greer. She was at my work the other day. (gasps) Was she really? Yes. How was she? Delightful. She was really nice to the host, but she couldn't get the table she wanted because her reservation was under a pseudonym. And my friend, who's the host, is like, always use your real name. I will make sure you have a table. Like, you got to tell me. And she's like, I know, I'm sorry. What was her pseudonym? I don't know. I, wanna, I truly don't know. it was like a character from the wedding planners. Oh my gosh, that Mary Fiore. Wasn't yeah. that her name? Mary, yes, yes. J-Lo's name in it. I, a lot of people, my friend who waited on her didn't even know who she was. And I was like, you don't know who Judy Greer oh is? God. Have you seen The Village? Have you seen 13 Going on 30? I have a t-shirt that says Judy Greer should have been lead. It's it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's we love her. She was delightful. She looked great. Okay. Yeah. Um, anything else we got to say about uh, New Jersey? They ended with the to be continued, and I'm, enough of that. Third like week in a row. Enough of that. Enough. Just either wrap up the storyline in the hour or something like every single fucking week. Cliffhanger. And it's like it it loses some of the gravitas. Yeah. When you're doing it every week, it does. It kind of just feels like it's like a fade to black in like a student film. Yeah. Where it's like you couldn't come up with a real ending. All you give us is a fade. You know what'd be fun. What is if Bravo was just like gave a Housewives franchise to a group of college, like uh, I don't know, film school. Yes, and they were like, "You guys do a season just to see like what they do." Yes, give that's, them carte blanche. That's like how the "What are you waiting for?" Ha huh? scene happened with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, and I know what you did last. Yeah, time. it was like a kid. A kid directed that scene. She said that on this very show. Your Sometimes show. Sometimes you need the youth. Yep. To spark some imagination. Breathe new life Breathe into new a project. Life. That's what they should do with one of the new franchises or something. Give it to some students. Yeah, with Utah. Hannah, uh, this was so fun. So fun. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Me too, me too but with mm-hmm. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where uh, can people listen to your show? 
Uh, you can listen to my show. It's called Brown Eyed Junicorn on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, and I should have it on more platforms, but I don't yet. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hannah A. Brown. Right. And you guys can find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And Hannah, you said you're from Illinois. So I'm doing a live show from Illinois, from Chicago. Oh, my sister will be there, I'm sure. I cannot wait. There yeah. are still tickets to San Francisco and to Dallas. There's just a small handful of tickets. So go to everythingiconic.com, click on the live show link at the top, and then you can buy them there. And uh, check the episode description for links to all the other stuff. I love you guys so much for listening. I love you, Hannah. Love you and love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y, dot com. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.